Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, uh, host of the show. Uh, today, we have Eric Nalin, publisher of Inside Texas, joining us. Uh, it's our weekly episode, State of the Program. We've got a couple different things we want to talk about today. But first of all, welcome in, Eric. Hey, thanks for having me, Bobby. Uh, yep. Uh, for those of you that uh, don't know, Inside Texas is a website that Eric is the publisher of. I'm also a contributor as well as a handful of other guys. We cover, we cover Texas sports and recruiting day and night. Please give us a visit and uh, subscribe if you have a chance. It's at InsideTexas.com. It's part of the On3 network. Also, if you're interested, please consider subscribing uh, to this YouTube channel. There should be a red button in the lower right-hand portion of your screen to be able to do that. Uh, so without further ado, Eric, let's get into it. Probably the biggest news of this past week has been Texas's dalliance with <laughs> Gary Patterson possibly coming to a head. Uh, what are, what are the, what's the latest you've heard on uh, Texas perhaps pursuing the former TCU head coach uh, to be part of the Texas staff? Yep, as you know, Bobby, we reported yesterday that we're, that we're expecting him to join uh, the program in some capacity uh, to be determined. At least uh, maybe it's not to be determined. I'm sure he knows what he's going to do. And I know Sark knows what he's going to do, but we do not yet have an idea of what his role is going to be. Uh, it, it's, I, I'm not, I, I don't care about titles necessarily. Um, and so I'm, I'm curious to, to hear the brass tacks. What's he actually going to do? What's, what's the purpose that he's going to serve? Um, obviously, he, he comes with a considerable track record. Um, I love it as a guy that can audit uh, the overall program. Uh, obviously, you know, the guy is a good enough guy to, to coach Texas. And, and here they have him in so, some sort of ancillary role uh, to, to help uh, Sark, Sark along the way. So I'm excited to learn more about it. Obviously, there, there is a little bit of risk to it. We can't just dance around that. Uh, he's a he's a he's a force. He's a forceful personality. Um, and so I think as long as he comes in and understands his his role, um, and then I, th I think it's going to work out well. He he holds. Uh, we know this, Bobby, you've heard it and I've heard it, that he holds Sark in very high, high regard. And I think this is a bit of a, a credibility boost uh, for Sark uh, to be able to get somebody like like Gary Patterson. Gary wouldn't come come work for some guy that he didn't he didn't respect. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I would agree with that. And, and, you know, you used a better word than I did, by the way, to describe where he would be within the, the architecture of, the, of the, the university. I said a member of the staff. You said a member of the program. That's a better your, – your word is a much better term for it because I don't think he's going to be, quote, unquote, on staff as a day-to-day -day coach. At least that's not, that's not my understanding. Uh, I did uh, uh, share that news with someone – on Friday that, that uh, we were hearing that that might be happening. Um, and uh, I got a quote, I, I got a text back and I'm going to read it from someone that was actually with him, uh, with Patterson last week at, at the Cowboys game. And it was, if it happens, he will feel his way, way, wants to be a big help without upsetting any lines of authority. Yeah, And that's quote, that's the end, beginning of the quote and the end of the quote. And what that means to me, as you know, this Eric is, uh, it, it, there's an ecosystem in a coaching 
you know, coaching place right now, uh, the head coach, everything has to emanate from him, right? right. And go down. Right. And the minute it doesn't is the minute people look around, well, who's really the boss? And I think that uh, it, in, in Patterson is a forceful uh, personality, but other people are forceful personalities on a football staff. These guys are all, right. uh, majority of them are type A personalities, right? Sure. Um, and so I, I feel like that, as long as everybody knows that going in, uh, it makes it a little bit, a little how bit long, easier. How, how long was he a head coach? You know, 18 years, 17 years, something like that. Uh, so, I mean, you know, if you can't, if you can't take orders, you can't give orders. And, you know, he's been given orders for a long time. He know he understands that role. And now, now it's his job to, to, to sort of take orders. And, you know, he's probably going to be more of a, a collaborator of sorts, uh, than necessarily Sark's not going to be having him, you know, making him coffee in the morning and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, he, he, he I think he's going to have a pretty clear idea of what, what he's, what's expected of him. Um, and even though he is a forceful personality, I think that he's going to, you know, he'll, he'll stay in his lane to, to, you know, to some degree, I think how many, how many different ways can he benefit Texas? You know, um, the overall program audit that we're talking about, you know, that goes, that goes, that extends even to strength and conditioning. Uh, he could be, you know, a final, final eye on defensive offers, uh, you know, as, as far as an evaluation tool, I mean, uh, the, the guy can just benefit UT in so many different ways. It makes all the sense in the world. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's good to see Texas making these practical moves. You know, it makes makes it, it makes sense on paper. So so make it happen. Yeah. While you're sounding it almost sounding like it's done um, to be clear, where where are you at on that right now? Um, I, I you know, I think I think he's going to join the program and I think they're probably going to just announce it on their timeline. I I don't want to step on their toes to some degree, I, you know. It's, it's always a balancing act. We, you know, our, our, our customers pay us money to, to keep them informed. Uh, at the same time, I don't like stepping on the school's toes when, you know, when it comes to things like this, just, you know, just let it happen organically. And, uh, but, you know, I, I, I'd be shocked if he, uh, if he wasn't a member of the, the program. Gotcha. Um, you mentioned, you mentioned uh, defensive evals and uh, an audit of the program, perhaps strength, strength and conditioning. Um you know, I, there, there are other ways too. I mean, just strategy and game planning. Yep. Um, you know, I, I was talking to someone that knows Patterson quite well and was inside the, the, the TCU uh, program itself, even after he quote unquote retired or was off the, the clock at, at TCU this year, I was told that he was in game planning for defense yep. with our for Jerry kill. So yep. this is a guy that was getting, you know, he's already done. And he's still going back and doing more just because yeah. he wants to. It's yeah. not that he, he's not, he no longer has the title. He just wants to help. And yeah. so, you know, I feel like, and I think you feel the same way when you get a chance to add someone that has this sort of uh, gravitas or experience yeah. and you can grab them in a conference that you're somewhat unfamiliar with even though Steve Sarkeesian's now had a full year. Um, I think maybe this is a, this is a, a, a nice lick for Texas if yeah. they can get him on board. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the team arrivals, uh, Bobby, which is why, you know, when, 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 you know, you approached, you know, working with us at inside Texas, I'm like, man, who better could I learn from than, than Bobby Burton? Why would I not, why would I not try to work with Bobby Burton if I had that opportunity? <laughs> and I think there's some sort of uh, elder statesman here. They'll take that the wrong way. But yeah. I mean, who knows the industry better than you, Bobby, but who knows the big 12 better than, than Gary Patterson. And I think, you know, you, you have to uh, put whatever sort of, uh, you know, ego aside that you might have and, and just embrace it and, 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 you know, learn as much as you can. Yeah. The other thing that you said that caught my eye, you said 
Oh, Sark's not going to have him getting coffee in the morning. I just, I, for some reason, I had this bizarre picture of what Gary Patterson might look after two cups of black coffee on the sideline. Holy cow. If, if you think he's animated then, what would he be like uh, with, with uh, a couple cups of black coffee in him? Um, you know, uh, as we look at the defense uh, for Texas this past year, um, Texas, a lot of teams um, in the uh, Big 12 and even across the country now, uh, essentially adopted portions of Gary Patterson's or nickel-based defense, right? Um, what does he do that might be able to mix in with Pete Kwiatkowski, Terry Joseph, and those guys that call the Texas defense? What what might you think he could bring to the table that be a little different? Yeah, well, I mean, there's going to be a new set of eyes there, and, and that, you know, he made a living off marrying the the back end to the front end, and you know, that's what he was he did uh, with uh, Dick Bumpus at TCU. Um, you know, and people, you know, people have said that TCU's defense hasn't been the same since Bumpus retired, and 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 he was uh, he he had the uh, the the Pete Kwiatkowski role. Um, so I, I think that he's going to be able to add a, a second set of eyes uh, and, and match the secondary to the front. That's the that's the whole key to 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 what's missing, I think, on defense. You know, personnel issues aside, you know, they're doing what they can on that to upgrade upgrade in that in that regard. Uh, but I think they're upgrading on just the overall team IQ. Uh, if, if they do, if they do follow through and, and Adam, uh, but yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's seen as the, the innovator for fourth secondary, really, um, you know, talk about split coverages and, you know, run on, run on one side, uh, one side of the secondary is doing one thing and the other side is doing another. Uh, he's kind of the innovator behind that whole thing. And so he's going to figure out, he's going to know the things that, that we don't see. Um, and he's going to just uh, provide a, provide another, another set of eyes and, you know, sometimes it just takes a new set of eyes, you know, when you're, when you're in the middle of it, you're, you're not understanding the, the mistakes you're making. That's why you keep repeating the same mistakes, you know, cause you, you don't identify them. He's going to be able to identify what was wrong and, and he's going to know how they, how they, uh, how they targeted that defense too. You know, so he knows the big 12 great, but I don't think he, I don't think anybody knows Texas uh, better than he does at least from the outside. Yeah. And I, you know, I think if I'm not mistaken, Eric, the other thing that, uh, uh, the other thing I would say as it relates to him is there's two things I want to mention. First of all is, is there a better guy that could come in and help improve DeMarvian Overshone? I mean, and, and what I mean by that isn't so much that he's going to be the one coaching him, but how many guys did he spend down from safety right. sus successfully to linebacker? Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's the, he's the, uh, he's, he's the reason that I, I always say that there's value in the spin, you know, yep. take a, take a guy that has corner traits, but maybe isn't fast enough like Anthony cook and you move him to safety and you take a safety, you move him to linebacker and you take a, a defensive end and you grow him into a defensive tackle. That's kind of how he cheated uh, the system to some, some degree and got more value out of these guys by just adding weight on. They, they, they keep, you know, 90% of that athleticism that was close enough to, to let them play on the edge or whatever. Um, and, you know, you just extract as much value from them as possible. And so, you know, I think that's exactly right. And that, that's why I'm curious to see what the evaluation process is going to be with him, you know, when he looks for the DeMarvin Overshone sorts. But also, if he's helping Texas, he's going to be in a whole, you know, he's been negative recruiting Texas for, you know, 15 years. Now he's on the other side of it. He's going to have to, he's going to, have to walk back some of these things. Uh, but he's going to see that he's also got access to a different sort of athlete. Uh, than at at um, than than at TCU, but I think another another value is, you know, he recruited Louisiana ex exceptionally well, 
That, Especially I, northern Louisiana, that yeah. I twenty corridor. Yeah, right. Yeah, they 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 uh you know they kind of stayed out of Louis. They had they had some bad luck with some guys out of New Orleans area, and uh, that but they went and, and you know that Shreveport, all that. That's basically East Texas, you know. Um, and, and he, uh, I think there's, there's probably fifteen guys from Louisiana on that, on that roster. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to say that that I'm hopeful would be helpful if he were to join is is creating some more pass rush. Um, he always had a guy feel, felt like whether he was a transfer from Northeast yep. Louisiana or yep. Wyoming, or, yep. he always found somebody um, that could get after the pass rusher, uh, yet still play a, a true defensive end against the run. Um Hopefully, uh, he could. Uh, well, know, I mean, he, he he was smart enough to take O'Shawn Mathis, you know, right right there in UT's backyard at Manor High School, and uh, you know they were kind of looking for different defensive ends at the time, which is you know they're still trying to overcome that. But yeah, he knows how to get a pass rush. You know, it, it, when uh, when it, when it, when they didn't have a guy, he went and got Ben Bonogu uh, from whatever that directional uh, Louisiana was that he came. I from. think it's Northeast Louisiana or Louisiana yeah. Monroe now, but yeah. yeah. So he, you know, he knows how to, um, he knows how to, to, to play the angles, you know, he, you know, look at, look what he did with Josh Doxson. I mean, <laughs> he goes to Wyoming and found, found this guy is, you know, uh, probably, uh, probably beat Texas almost single-handedly a time or two, you know, the, the Quandre Diggs game where he, I think he, he mossed him like three times, you know, it's just, he knows how to, he knows how to win games, man. That's, that's, you know. Yeah. I, I think he's, I think he's one of those guys that you just, you sit back and go, if I can add him, do I add him? And is there a way to add him that that is a positive without without it? And I think he's I think it's one of those ones you have to roll the dice on. You could you could run this question, you know, would Nick Saban hire him? Okay, then Texas should hire him. (laughs) Nick Saban Saban would bring him in as an analyst if he could get him, you know? Yes, absolutely would. That's a great. Yeah. And and I think Sark is is trying to do a lot of those things. Um, Moving on. uh, And I think that was a good discussion. uh, And there'll be more discussion on inside Texas, obviously, is this. Uh, continues to transpire over the next uh, couple like, days or weeks, however long it's going to take, but uh, it should be interesting. Um, moving on to, to some things in the uh, that happened in recruiting in the last 24, 48 hours, uh, Larry Turner Gooden uh, announced for the Longhorns, a uh, young man out of Mission Hills, uh, LA area of California, uh, commits to Texas during the, U- or during the uh, All-American game down in San Antonio. He did not play because he was sitting out part of the season from a shoulder, shoulder surgery, uh, but had previously committed to play in the game. So he announced his decision to Texas there. Uh, he becomes the 27th uh, uh, signee for the Longhorns in the class, uh, and they rem- the Longhorns remain at number five in the on three uh, national rankings. Uh, it does not include uh, the potential uh, addition of Devon Campbell at some date, a uh, young man from Arlington Bowie. Of those 27, we're not, we're not, I'm not counting, Eric, the two uh, portal transfers. Quinn Ewers, the quarterback, and Ryan Watts, the defensive back, both from uh, Ohio State. Texas did lose, it looks like, 
uh, a wide receiver that the only wide receiver we're aware of at this point that they've offered in the portal, and that's yeah. Isaiah Nayor, right? Yeah, yeah, he he uh, he kind of committed to Tennessee out of nowhere. Um, you know, uh, I thought Texas was was probably in, I thought Texas was improving their stance with him uh, ahead of uh, getting him on campus next week, which was what they were trying to do. And uh, he he you know he, he saw something that he liked in Tennessee. They've got a good quarterback coming back, obviously. Uh, Josh Heupel is uh, an offensive. Uh, he's a well-respected offensive mind, and uh, yeah, so he went to Texas or he went to Tennessee, and you know we'll see what Texas does from here. Um, it, it's, it's unfortunate. I really thought he would unlock the offense in in, uh, in ways that nobody else on the on the on the current roster would outside of Worthy. Uh, can't clone Worthy, but um, I thought they were you know I thought they were gonna gonna land him in the end, and it didn't happen. And you know we'll see. They'll still they'll add somebody out of the portal at, at the position for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to see if he's even still going to visit Texas or if that's just completely off the off the table. We haven't heard that yet, correct? Right. Yeah, I don't know that. Um, <laughs> you know, this environment that they're in, that like it, it, it literally is free agency. You know, he's he's able to to find out what the his, his best financial incentives are. Uh, and, and, you know, maybe there's some NIL stuff that, that Tennessee was able to, to, to accomplish with him. And, and maybe it's just a Maybe it's just a negotiating position. I don't know. We're trying to navigate this brand new uh, climate. I've never, <laughs> I've never, you know, covered this this aspect of, of college football. I never, you know, five years ago would have been unheard of uh, to to have to to uh, to for us to account for these these uh, factors in recruiting. You you have anything you want to add on Larry Turner Gooden? Um, you know they they've always liked him. Uh, he was a, he was an early offer. Um, you know they. They've, you know, one thing I wrote the other day was what they're looking for is, uh, you know, they want a lead corner in every class and they want an alley safety in every class. And then they want a bunch of guys that can run and cover. And I think he's he, I think he's he's a run and cover DB. But also, I think he's got the, the ability to play the alley as well. Uh, and, you know, they've got Brian Allen and now him. Uh, it is a priority position. You have to uh, you know, you have to replace the linebacker a lot of times in the, in the scheme. And, uh, you know, he's, he's going to he'll come in. He's, he's a bit of an unknown because he's missed so much time. Uh, but, you know, early when, when, when recruiting uh, really began for him, I think he was, you know, he was seen as the top 100 type of guy. And, you know, he, he, you know he's, a, he's more unknown at this point than you would like, uh, but he still has that sort of a, that, that, that upside that, you know, that we, we kind of saw when he was a sophomore. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say he lost two years to injury, basically. Right. Uh, so his junior and senior year did not play much. Yep. Uh, I think I know the senior year. Uh, was because of a shoulder. Not sure on the June. Was it, was it a leg injury? Well, no, no. Year? They had uh, well. There was the COVID issues out there uh, in California. I think that's why he didn't play. Yeah. Gotcha. But, okay. So I mean, you're you're basically recruiting off a guy that, that frankly, there has there's not that much tape of that goes very right. much beyond that. Uh, he did play, I think, in some seven on seven leagues and stuff like that. But uh, he joins uh, Malik Murphy as the only other Californian uh, in this recruiting class. Mur Murphy, the quarterback. Uh, out of Gardena, Sarah, that led his team to the state title. Um, you know, we're looking at it. Uh, one more note on the – or a couple more notes on the portal. Jared Verse, the defensive end out of Albany, one of the few offers that Texas did make in the portal, uh, a rush defensive end. He committed to Florida State over the weekend as well. Uh, Brandon Joseph, who Texas looked at but we don't believe offered, the safety out of Northwestern, uh, has decided to go play uh, for Notre Dame. Have you heard anything new on the one player, uh, the player out there from Central Michigan, Devonnie Reed, uh, since last last update? No, yeah, I wish I had something something to report on that. I I, I don't know that that guy's an unknown. You know, Bobby, we, I think we talked about it the other day. Is you know the, the um, these guys 
treat that you could see the maturity from high school to, to college where they they're not that, you know, a lot of times they don't care to go out on, on Twitter, you know, they're about their business at this point. You know, they, it's uh, I, I like it. It's heartwarming, but it's, it's, uh, it's hell on getting information. <laughs> you know, it makes it tough to get information. You know, my job is harder, but I like seeing that these guys do mature and they don't care so much about getting those offers out there, you know, whatever, you know? Yeah. There fewer people play the hat game. Right. You know, it's, it's no longer the, the, they do, they do, most of them do report offers. Um, not all of them, but most of them do report offers, offers, but it's not this big, you know, it's not a, right. I'm, I'm releasing my final five or then I'm right. re- releasing my final three. And then I'm, it, they just got to go and roll somewhere. Right. I right. mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of like, Oh, by the way, Notre Dame offered or, or Texas offered, you know, just. Yeah. So Reed's a, a safety um, he is a, uh, three-time, uh, captain, uh, right. for three-year captain for the Chippewas. Uh, Troy Brown is a linebacker that Texas at, at Central Michigan. That is a three-time all-conference linebacker that Texas has shown some interest in, but it looks like he's going to stay up North because he's got uh, a couple of kids in, uh, Michigan where he's from, and he's looking to, uh, primarily stay in that area of the, uh, of the country. So that's where, Texas most likely loses out to him on him. Um, Eric, you know, we're, we're looking at all of this um, and we're looking at the state of the program. We know not this week, but next week uh, is when the kids come back. I, guess, I think it's the 17th and they start practice. Is there anything you're looking forward to over the next seven to 10 days, really from, from now until right when they get back and, and start going again? Well, I'm waiting to see what happens uh, in the national championship game, you know, and what, and, and if anybody leaves one of those teams, uh, you know, that, that Texas might have interest in, you know, that the, those are the kind of the two unknowns, like, uh, you know, guys are going to let their system, their, their season come to a close. Uh, and, you know, I, I, you know, I fully expected a couple guys to, to depart Alabama uh, before the SEC championship game. And then they won the game and then obviously they're in the playoffs. And so the guys are going to stick around. So now I'm waiting to see who, if anybody else jumps in the portal, that's, that's, that's noteworthy. I, I, I tend to think that, that somebody will, uh, that you two would have interest in, but we'll, you know, we'll see. Uh, and then, you know, I'm looking forward to the guys getting, I, I, I always like this type of year because, you know, you have all these, these, well, especially this year where I think there's 10 early enrollees, maybe 11 now. Um, and I want to see how they assimilate, you know, and I want to also want to hear, who are the leaders? Who are the people that are helping them assimilate and teach, teaching them how to, uh, how to, how to be a college athlete? Um, you know, so the early returns are always exciting to me, you know, who's working hard and who looks the part and, you know, who's, who shows up with the, uh, with the right mindset. I, I tell you what, man, more often than not, our early reads on these guys are, are pretty accurate of how they're going to be, you know, long-term. It, it, it really is. I mean, I, I, I want to say this because I think people don't, don't appreciate those early returns. It, it is rare. I, it, it is rare that you hear something positive early about a guy and then they don't turn out to be something. Right. Um, doesn't now injury notwithstanding. So somebody, you know, hurts sure. something that doesn't, doesn't really count on the flip side. If you hear some negative things early, it is rare for them to resurface in right. my opinion. That, that's my experience. Who were the two guys we were writing about in June the most? It was uh, Xavier Worthy and Byron Murphy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they they definitely came ready. Uh, Mur- Murphy wasn't an uh, early enrollee, though, and, and neither oh. was Xavier Worthy. Right. Yeah. In June, the, 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 that's what I'm saying. The first couple of days on campus, it was it was evident those guys were ballers. And it wasn't just the fact that they're, you know, 
physically gifted. It's their, it's their mental maturity uh, and their willingness to work. And, and, you know, they're going to be future leaders. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, once again, Eric Nolene, uh joining me uh, from Inside Texas, the publisher. Please consider a subscription to InsideTexas.com. Uh, we're there each and every day. Visit us on the message board. Ask us questions. Uh, I'm, uh, and also please consider a subscription uh, to this uh, podcast, uh, videocast at On Texas Football. Uh, for Eric Nolene, I'm Bobby Burton. Uh, thanks for listening to the State of the Program.